0: Hey, Fairborn, it is Megan Howard and Mike at part with you this afternoon. Mike, how are you doing?
1: I am excellent. Megan, how are you?
0: I am doing good. This is take number two because, once again, I forgot to hit record.
1: If you're not laughing, you're crying. I would rather laugh. (laughs) Correct. So learn.
0: So, uh, Rob has experienced me not hitting record, and now you have experienced me not hitting record. And once again, the first. Time round, we were on a roll. Absolutely. So,
1: this is probably where you need to say Rob's on vacation this week.
0: Rob's on vacation this week,
1: and Mike's here instead.
0: (laughs) But I at least warmed you up.
1: Absolutely. So
0: you know we're gonna we're gonna get this.
1: Sounds good. Knock it out of
0: the park. Um, So for the last episode of 2022, we are going to do a top 10. Okay. um, Because I feel like that's what everybody does. The last week of any year. So we're going to jump in as well. But before we get to that, we have some thank yous uh, to go around because we had one heck of a storm over the holiday and our road crews did an amazing job at taking care of the city in negative degree weather with winds that were insane. Um, And yet they still were out there doing it.
1: Cannot say enough good things about our public works department, whether it's uh, our guys on the road plowing, our water and sewer guys who are out there fixing water main breaks and other problems. or the guys in the garage who were called in to try and keep those trucks rolling in negative temperatures. And then, of course, our parks and rec guys also jump in there and help with plowing and salting. Yeah. And as we all know, under 10 degrees, salt and, and beet juice don't work very well. So no. uh, those guys were behind the eight ball uh, trying to get things That's taken down. care of. And so uh, I can't say enough positive things about the folks we have working in both public works and parks and recreation for their dedication, especially in terrible weather and on the holiday.
0: Yeah, I felt so bad for all of them. I mean, you know, we we put out a notice that we were gonna close the building and we got, you know, some comments of, you know, this makes sense, we understand, you gotta keep everybody safe. And then there were a few of, you know, must be nice to just have a day off. And I think at one point on Friday afternoon, I had already sent out, I think, four or five modes of communication. And it was, I was busy Friday, just keeping everything in in track. And I told Rob, I said, I don't know whoever thinks that we're taking a day off because this is an incredibly busy day, just ch- trying to keep track of everything and answering emails and phone calls. And, um, I mean, it was, it, it was a busy day.
1: Well, it's, it's absolutely amazing when you think about the conditions that were outside and our guys are out in it. Right. And the fact that, um, you know, mechanized items don't work very well. Right. When it gets super cold. So on our plow trucks, the, uh, windshield wipers were freezing up. Um, the heat wasn't there for them. Yeah. Uh, salt was frozen in the bed. The auger, augers that throw that salt, uh, were seizing up pins that hold the plows in place. Those pins would shatter because it was so cold. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, tires that, that wouldn't stay inflated. And so those guys were, yeah. uh, whether they were in the garage trying to fix things or, or actually out plowing or, or, fixing right. infrastructure that was critical for all, all of us to to be able to use water in our house right um those guys were out in this i mean yeah. can you imagine repairing a, a water line Mm-mm. where there's water freely flowing and it's negative 10 degrees oh nope.
0: nope. yeah that's I, I i was busy in, inside in the warmth of my home i couldn't imagine being busy outside you know i i took a I took a picture to update, you know, the, the status of the trash, you know, cause that, you know, changed. We're not going to get into that, but um, you know, I think I was out for like maybe 10 seconds to get a picture of my trash cans that were still outside that didn't get picked up. And I'm like, mm, it's really cold out here. I'm going to go back inside. And that was it. That's, that's all I went outside. And I thought I can't, you know, kudos to those guys being out there. Absolutely. And, and then we had the water main breaks. We had four, that I at least were told about to communicate. And, you know, we had one on Christmas night or Christmas, Christmas afternoon. We had two the day after Christmas, uh, that overlapped. I mean, it was just,
1: and and not to jinx things, but as things warm up, as we go into this week where we'll see 60, probably 60 degrees on Saturday, you know, you take a a water pipe that expands and contracts throughout the year from, Warm temperatures in the summer to cold temperatures in the winter and then back to warm back to cold, you know, the weaknesses in in those pipes. And so, um, unfortunately one of the, one of the occurrences that happens a lot during the winter season is water main breaks Right, and you know, it's, whether it's sunny or, or snowy or rainy or cold or warm, our guys are out there fixing those things as quickly as they can. And in fact, like you had previously said, We had two water main breaks at the same time, and so that crew went from that repair to the next one, again, in sub-zero weather um, to get that done. So, um, you know, you can't, like you said, you can't say enough kudos to those guys. Uh, And, of course, the men and women of our police and fire departments, whether it's a weather event or it's just plain cold out there, they're, they're there on Christmas Eve, they're there Christmas Day. You know 365 days a year so uh, also shout out to them for their dedication to, to our city
0: yeah absolutely and it's yeah they do an incredible job keeping things going and you know it's easy to it's easy to stay warm and sit there at home uh and just forget that the city keeps running um you know when cars go by and you hear the the medics and the police cars and you hear the plow um you know you, Sometimes you just forget that there are people in there um, that keep everything going. So we just want to say thank you to everybody that that does that, our coworkers. So uh, just want to uh, wish everyone. uh, So Hanukkah just ended Christmas just ended Uh, and Kwanzaa actually just began uh, this week. So uh, anybody who um, is celebrating Kwanzaa, we want to wish them a joyous Kwanzaa. And we hope everyone who celebrated Christmas and Hanukkah had wonderful celebrations. Um, So if you're in one of those, we hope you're having a wonderful or did have a wonderful celebration. So if you listen to the previous podcast, uh, Rob mentioned this, but we're going to mention it one more time. Because of how the holidays fall in January, New Year's is on Saturday, no, Sunday, 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 sorry which means our holiday is on Monday. So council typically meets the first and third Monday of the month, but because the holiday is for us on Monday, we are closed. So therefore council gets pushed to Tuesday. So the first Monday council meeting is actually going to be the first Tuesday council meeting in January. So it'll be January 3rd at six o'clock. And then because of Martin Luther King day, we are closed, which is a Monday. And it will get pushed to January 17th. So council meetings in January will be Tuesday, January 3rd, and Tuesday, January 17th.
1: Still at 6 p.m. in the City Council Chamber here at 44 West Ebel.
0: Correct. So for those who enjoy coming to council, uh, those are your switches for the month of January. We'll return to first and third Monday in February.
1: And don't forget, you can always watch those live on Channel 5 on, on... Spectrum, or you can go to the city's Granica site right. where you can see the agenda. You can also download the live yes. video of council as it's taking place. So if you can't make it here, that's right. remember um, through the city's website, um, you can watch it and you can also um, watch it on channel five. Yep.
0: The highly entertaining and informative. All right. So you ready to get to the top 10? I am ready. All right. We need a drum roll excellent Mike is a drummer for those of you who don't know
1: at least I pretend to be one
0: or he pretends to be one Claire got a bunch of drumsticks I could have brought those in for you that would have been cool yeah all
1: right so with our
0: number 10 of our top 10 highlights of 2022 is our TikTok channel did you know we had a TikTok channel I do okay have you ever seen our TikTok channel
1: no I haven't (laughs)
0: well uh in january of 2022 we started a tiktok channel and it just so happened the very first tiktok we shared was rob's birthday
1: on the 13th of january 13th of january
0: which so happens to be next year frozen the 13th
1: yes friday the 13th of january
0: friday the 13th of january because rob wanted a frozen birthday party not really but it just (laughs) (laughs) it just coincided yeah, I don't know why I decided to take take video, but I thought, hey, we just started this TikTok channel, we're gonna we're gonna do it. I'll just do it of his birthday. So that's we started a TikTok to gear towards the younger audience. And I took it of a 41 year old <laughs> birthday party. I don't know why, at a government center. Um, but yeah, that's what we did. So since then, uh, we have grown it to 412 followers, and we've really done a, a really good job. We hired. Uh, two interns. Um, Katie was our first intern and then uh, she, she left and she actually has a full-time job now and then we hired Emily uh, who's been with us uh, the longest um, and they both did a really good job uh, and have done a really good job for us and, and growing the audience and gearing the channel and all of our content towards the audience that really TikTok and Instagram kind of appeal to and, you know, it just shows kind of the lighter side of, of what we do here and, and tries to explain government in a in a way that the TikTok audiences would more understand. So it's been, I think, very effective.
1: And always a, qu- a quick plug for our internship programs. Absolutely. Um, you know, we have multiple opportunities every year for uh, folks who are in uh, school. Um To participate, whether our engineering department has uh, engineering interns, our social media interns Mm -hmm. in the city manager's office, economic development interns, Um, but they're geared towards students who are working towards their degree in whatever their specialized field is, and so um, it gets them valuable experience in the field and and really brings some very creative people to Mm -hmm. us um, for a semester or so, um, you know, multiple times a year, so. Um, had to put in that plug for, oh, that's for good. The internship program
0: that's good. I like it. I like it. All right. So number nine. So you're you're gonna just add, right? Is that correct?
1: Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Wolfstock. 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 So, um, was probably our first event downtown this year, wasn't it? So it was in April. Yeah, it was in April. So you know, w- what goes better with with uh, bringing your dog downtown for for uh, a Friday evening than reggae music? That's and so right. Wolfstock uh, in April, Mm -hmm. uh, was our first event downtown and it was, it was well received, um, had plenty of humans and their, (laughs) and their dogs downtown. And so a great event, a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, it'll be back again in 2023.
0: It will be. We discovered that, uh, reggae music was actually the best type of music for your dog to listen to. There was a, a study done in Scotland, and out of all the music that they tested reggae was the calmest music for a dog and so not surprising like Wolfstock is like the chillest event like ever i mean you've got dogs you've got reggae i mean and it's just kind of like only missing a few other things and it's probably there too but uh it is it is like if you want a relaxed event come to wolfstock because it is and if you love dogs i mean it is a good time
1: you know it's it's right as that weather's breaking and you're starting oh my gosh yes starting to have warmer longer days yep um and so it it's a it's a great time great time to just walk around downtown with with it is with whomever and your your pet and yeah, and uh, enjoy some music, but it was it was a lot of fun this year.
0: It was, and this was the first time it had been back uh, since nineteen, and we kind of revamped it. Um, this is the it was the first year that we switched it over to a reggae, and we're going to keep it reggae um, focused. And uh, it was it was a good time. We had council had one of their goals when they they did the retreat of kind of a more diverse. Um, kind of platform and you know Rob said you know why don't we kind of go with that with some of our events and so we decided to do a reggae event to kind of promote some of that diversity in our music uh, with some of our concerts so reggae fit perfectly with that all right so number seven was (laughs) so Rob came in to the office one day and he has so many ideas and I love it he said, we are Halloween Town. We need to own Friday the 13th. And I don't know about you, but I had no idea what this meant. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. And I looked at him and I'm like, okay, like like physically own it? Like we need to copyright it? And he's like, we need to own Friday the 13th. I want to do something every Friday the 13th. And fortunately in 2022, there was only one. And I said, okay, that's like May 13th then.
1: We it was could, a quick turnaround. It
0: was a very quick turnaround. And the very first post we put out, like Delaney created this graphic and the very first, like we wanted something small, like super small, just in Fither commons, small stage, like two food trucks. That's it. And I think I'd only had a couple giveaways, like maybe just a sticker and something else and I put the post out, and it like exploded. And I thought, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna do. Like, I immediately went from like that will be no big deal to like immediate panic mode, and like anxiety like skyrocketed like. Holy cow, we've got to do something like people are going to be here and, um, they're going to like hate the city after they leave because this is going to be a terrible event. Like we have to fix this. And like, Oh, it was was so bad.
1: And that that, that is true. She's, she's spot (laughs) on about, about how she was. So
0: like if I, if I had like an image, it would be like somebody stuck their finger in like a light socket. And if my hair could have like stood up and looked insane, like I probably, that's probably how I, I looked. Cause that's how I felt like we have got to do something.
1: Reach was incredible.
0: Oh, it was insane. Like within days, like one or two days that just went nuts. I think I had news calling me within two days of posting the information. Like I I don't know that any of us expected it and, and shout out to our parks department because they turned it up immediately and found additional vendors and found like additional food trucks And the band they found wasn't Dustin Smith and the daydreamers. They were amazing. Um, And,
1: and and, and Megan's right. Our parks and rec folks that, that put together everything downtown that we do, um, you know, uh, Megan shared those numbers and they, you know, it it was just something they took in, calculated what they needed to do to, to keep it rolling and did it. Yeah. Um, So, so thanks to Chris Barker and, um, April and the and the rest of the crew, yeah, um, for Kara taking and and those. taking every assignment they get, yeah, and and knocking it out of the park.
0: And I think what it's interesting because we shrunk the the footprint of that event, and we did it intentionally to again because because we thought it was going to be smaller. But what that did is it kept everything in a in a smaller block, and. After that, we realized how nicer it was because it kept everybody there. And moving forward, that's what we've been doing. And, you know, it's, it shrinks everybody. We put the food trucks behind Fifth Third Bank.
1: I think, you know, I think putting the food trucks behind there was oh, great. Oh, it makes a
0: huge difference. Yeah,
1: and, and it makes more accessible, but it also, there's a lot of noise that comes off of those trucks and the generators. And so it just, for a footpath or for a footprint, it really worked well.
0: Yeah. And I just think it it benefits everybody. It benefits, you know, the, even the businesses, um, uh, even though the food trucks aren't in front of their businesses, you know, it still allows the street to be opened up so that it's not closed the whole time. um, Like it would be if the food trucks were there. Um, So I I just think, you know, it's kind of a win-win for everybody. It keeps, you know, the streets aren't closed the whole time and So it was, it was an incredible event. It was blew us out of the water and
1: it was,
0: (laughs) I only had a small heart attack for a little while.
1: All went well though.
0: It did. It did. Uh, So number six. So I, I numbered these the opposite way. So now I have to count
1: opposite. I'll just let you read them. Okay.
0: It's I know, but now I have to count, which is never good. (laughs) (laughs) Math is not my (laughs) strong suit. (laughs) So number six, Right, number 6 on the countdown is our podcast rumor has it. This is exciting.
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay. You know, it's uh you get a lot of information out of those.
0: You did have you ever listened to it? Yes. Oh.
1: Yes, I have. Excellent. I'm 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 not super techy, uh, but that okay. one yeah, I I listened to it. I think it through Spotify. Nice. Um and so yeah, I listened to those. Good. I think they they address, uh, you know, they address rumors, we um, do. you know, and I've always said, I'd rather, you know, I have an open door. If you've right. got a question for me, if I can tell you about it, I will. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think this just does a great job of, of talking through some, some topics that are, you know, bouncing around city and, and it allows us to have some opportunity to talk about that too.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, we've had, when we started it, we started it not necessarily it wasn't a we we wanted to address the rumors we wanted to address you know the concerns in in a way that that we could put a voice to it because there's only so much you can do you know online and some of the stuff it's just easier to talk about so I think it has really helped do that and, you know, we wanted to be able to talk to people and, and interview them and talk to citizens and, you know, just have a different medium to communicate to people. And I think, you know, being able to do that and even moving forward into 23, you know, just being able to, you know, talk to new people within our community and, and interview new people and highlight just regular citizens that nobody's even heard of. like. You know, I just think it's exciting that, you know, we can do this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, we have 50 followers, which some people think that's not a lot, but you know, when you're in the podcast world and we're a government, that's, that's a lot. Um, I know it may not sound like a lot, but it is,
1: you know, and it's, it's, you don't have some star or entertainer that, that, you know, that, that headlines. And so, yeah, it's, it's. It's not going to be glamorous to everybody out there. And so um, those 50 are probably hard fought.
0: Yeah. Um, and,
1: and, and, you know, you turn them into apostles or disciples. One person hears something and tells two friends. Sure. And then they start listening, and that's how you grow stuff. And so um, it's it's really interesting for—I'm you know, I, I, preaching to the crowd because right. uh, the people that are listening to this are regulars. but right. But um, share it with your friends. Let yeah. people know it's out there, um, even if they only— listen once in, in every other month or every few months there's those are still available you can go back and listen to them at any point you want and so yeah. I think it's a valuable resource to help uh, inform our residents what's going on
0: right and I think one of my goals moving you know maybe into 23 is also have an aspect of this podcast that would be for people that aren't just in Fairborn you know yes 90% of this podcast is a rumor has it focused for Fairborn, you know, it's what's happening, you know, what's opening up, what's, what's coming, um, you know, where are, where are the construction projects where, you know, where are the detours, you know, what, what is Fairborn focused, but, but what are aspects of it that, you know, what somebody outside of Fairborn could glean from? Um, and so, you know, and that, that's, I think where we can, we can get other people hooked. Uh, so that'd be a goal, I think, for us in 23. Well, is I think
1: the number of people that that come through Fairborn just because of the base or the university, right? And call Fairborn home for a while. Sure. You know, I think it's great that that some of those people, uh, whether it's through Facebook or Instagram or or through a podcast, right. continue to care and and mm-hmm. and share their uh, thoughts and insight, right? Uh, with with the community.
0: Yep. So. Uh, so that's definitely a goal. And we appreciate uh, everybody who listens, um, all 50 who subscribe and, and everyone who, uh, who doesn't subscribe, but you continue to download and listen. Thank you so much uh, for the support. And we appreciate it. Um, and uh, we hope that you continue to listen uh, well into 23 and, and even more. Um, so number five, uh, this was a complete shock to me. Um, so when we were promoting Bluegrass and Brew, uh, this was our fifth year. Um, it would have been our sixth, but because of COVID, we had to cancel. So technically this was uh, our fifth year for hosting Bluegrass and Brew. So we kind of went went big with it. And we had Rhonda Vincent, who if you're in the bluegrass world, she is like the queen of bluegrass. That's what she's known for. So she's a pretty big deal. Yeah. And so we threw a promotion out there it wasn't a paid promotion it was just a post that had a picture of all the bands and she shared it on her Facebook page and I was looking at Facebook one day and when you manage a business page they just give you certain statistics on the side and I just happened to be looking and all of a sudden I got this little star or check mark or something on the side of my page that it said Your Rhonda Vincent posts has reached 100,000 people. This is the first time you've ever had a post that's done that. And I'm like, what?
1: It's phenomenal.
0: Which, uh, yeah. And so to put this into perspective, so we have 12,000 people that follow the page, just over. So the city of Fairbourn has 34,000 people. When I first got here we had I think four four thousand maybe. We had just just over four thousand people I think that were part of the page that followed the page. So the fact that we've had a post like reach that many people like is insane. I mean that's three times just shy of three times the number of people that are actually in our city.
1: I mean, it is, it's like a it
0: hundred thousand people. That's,
1: I don't think you can put it in words at least, at least on our scale, a hundred thousand no, people like, is just,
0: that's a lot of people. Yeah, And, and the reason I think that excites me so much is fairborns all over that post. I mean, people who have never heard of fairborn are seeing something about our city And uh, to me, that's what's exciting is that, you know, here's this small town of 34,000 people, which has circulated (laughs) a hundred thousand, you know, been circulating since Bluegrass and Brew and, you know, has been seen on the interwebs, you know, and reached a hundred thousand people, um, which, you know, in my nerd world of, Facebook Analytics is exciting.
1: Well, you know the power of the share.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And our number four is actually Bluegrass and Brew.
1: What and a great event!
0: Oh my gosh, it was it was so good this year.
1: I mean, you can't all three acts.
0: Oh, they were so good. And
1: and thanks to Joe Mullins. Yeah. For helping get, um, Rhonda here. Yeah. Um, huge thanks to him. Um, so Joe and uh, Joe is a big part of of bluegrass and brew. So thanks to Joe. But having Rhonda here was, I mean, it it really was. I mean, she was good. What a talent.
0: Yeah, and there were people everywhere. I mean, they like if you were here for bluegrass. I mean. You couldn't walk through the crowd because there were so many people.
1: It was it was amazing when you look at those aerials yeah. and you see those rows. I mean, there were 60-plus rows of 20 or more people mm-hmm. per row. Yeah. All aligned at. in their chairs so that there was a walkway. <laughs> it was so organized. I mean, I looked at those photos a couple times that were taken from a drone yeah. and went, wow. Yeah. So from the crowd mm-hmm. to Rhonda to... To the, uh, the the other two bands, to it was just a great event.
0: Yeah, it it really was, and you know, Joe was amazing. Alan Bybee and Grass Town, you know, they were incredible, and um, you know, Ronnie Vincent and the Rage. I mean, they all musically were amazing, and as human beings, they were phenomenal.
1: I, I you know, and and we're not sure what uh, we know. Bluegrass and Brew will be back for its sixth year. Right uh the first friday in august this year we don't know who the headliner is but it, right but we know it's it's going to be another great headliner but probably the coolest thing um after the show was over was what we did with an autograph uh, Rhonda was nice yeah. enough to autograph a mandolin for us and and megan we we worked with uh the fish food yep. pantry
0: Yep, we worked with fairborn fish um i had asked uh jane dorley if it would be okay if I set something up for them. And basically it was a way for people to donate um, to win something. So I worked, uh, worked on a site forum. And um, so it's kind of a, it's a raffle site. And we kind of got that all together. And um, a gentleman from Virginia donated and won, <laughs> won a run of Vincent Mandolin. And she had shared it on her page, Joe had showed it on his page. Um, You know, this support Fairborn Fish, and you could win this mandolin. So not only did, you know, people from our area learn about fish, but, you know, Rhonda learned about fish. And this gentleman from Virginia donated money to a fish food pantry in Fairborn, Ohio, and won a mandolin. Um, And he sent me a message and he said, I had to take a picture. And um, he said, I was so excited. He's like, this is like a Christmas present to me. Um, And, you know, just just the reach of this event. And she was willing to sign the mandolin and, you know, do that for us. You know, ended up helping other people. And all the proceeds went to fish, And we raised a couple hundred dollars for them. And
1: And I I think what was so cool, too, is... You know, uh the mandolin Rob bought on his own. Right. He bought it from Chuck at Absolute Music. So, uh the mandolin came from a fairborn business. Yeah. And so often when you see stuff autographed, the right. the autographer charges a fee. Yeah. Rhonda didn't charge a fee. Mm-mm. She saw the good in in what this could do and didn't hesitate to do that. Right. And so, um you know, it 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 just speaks volumes for 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 Rob and then Chuck and his crew at Absolute Music. And, and then Rhonda and, and her folks, I mean, not a, not a second of hesitation right. on anybody's part to help make this thing happen. And so, um, and, and what, what a plus it was for our folks at Fairborn fish too.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, again, they are, the people at fish are amazing and you know, everybody we worked with at bluegrass and brew and especially Rhonda's, you know, her whole team is, they're incredible. Um, they didn't you know, you're right when we emailed them and said, Hey, this is what we like to do with this. Are you okay with it? Um, There wasn't any hesitation. They said, absolutely.
1: So, yep. So looking forward to, to uh, August, 2023.
0: Absolutely. So number three on our countdown, I'm guessing number seven, technically on my (laughs) list, but number three (laughs) is our new schools. So we had the intermediate open. Finally, That was pretty cool. Yes. Uh, And it is beautiful. If you've not been in it, uh, it's beautiful. Have you been in it?
1: Oh, I I can't say enough about the primary and the intermediate. Oh, yeah. they're gorgeous. I have a very good friend who who teaches at the intermediate and has taught there for 20 plus years. And so uh, I had texted her a couple of times. She was just absolutely thrilled before it opened and after it opened, um, you know, what it's going to do for our kids. Oh my gosh. I can, you know, the, the, it's just amazing. Those two schools and, and what's being built, um, are just, uh, they're, they're state of the art. They're gorgeous. They're, they're going to, they're going to give our kids that, that, um, push, um, um, help them, inspire them to be, um, you know, even better. Um, but, you know, thanks to all the, the residents, taxpayers for voting those levies through from an economic development side. It, it, one of the things that businesses look at before they move here mm-hmm. is they look at your school system. And, you know, I don't think there's anybody in this region who's going to be able to say to a potential mm-hmm. uh, economic development prospect. Um, you know, we've got a primary school that's three years old, an intermediate that's less than a year and we'll have a high school new high school online, hmm. and then sometime after that a, a junior high. Who can say in a 10year span that we have entirely, right? Brand new, state of the art um, top of the line in, in our region, uh, educational facilities to go along with our top of the line educators, right? You know, um, We have yeah. great staff, We have great teachers um in the Fairborne City School District and so um it helps us out mm-hmm. um you know people don't think of those things but on the academic development prospect front that's things that 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 corporations look for when when it comes down to areas that they would move and their employees would would be part of community so um a big thanks to not only our our, our teachers our school board uh, the staffs of the schools but also mm-hmm. our residents for, for everything they put into our schools
0: yeah, um, I was excited to see the intermediate, you know, open, and uh, I know my two are excited about the high school, mm-hmm.
1: so. That high school is amazing, oh just, gosh. just to watch what's going on as you go up and down 675, yep. it is phenomenal, I mean, it it is. They're moving fast. I drove down Commerce Center before Christmas break, and you know, it, it's one of those ones where, you know, you're driving and you're not, but I was, I was, was in the passenger seat, and I looked over, and I went, wow. mm mm-hmm. Um, I actually, you know, had time to look at it and, you know, well, right. Because I wasn't driving. Right. <laughs> what a phenomenal building that is.
0: Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty neat. Cause the school will share uh, some of Mark Rickert's drone footage. Um, and it's, it's interesting because they have some recent photos where he's taken of the track and the outline of the track. And it's just, it's pretty neat where you can just see some of, you know, where they're starting to build some of the stadium part and, it's just amazing.
1: Yeah, kudos to how they're to
0: doing that. Too. The school
1: board and, and Mr. Lolly and and Kevin Philo, our treasurer, and <laughs> you know Jeff Patrick and his staff for for everything they're doing. But it it just it, it just amazes me every time I go by there and, and look at that yeah. facility and think, um, you know, what would the kids that are going to come out of 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 that building the first time and how uh, or go into it the first time and they're just going to be. Um, it's, it's going to be a great place to learn. Well, talk and talk about,
0: you know, having pride for, for your school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you, when you walk into a facility like that versus walking in to what they're walking into now, I mean, it's,
1: I mean, it, it makes it is, a difference. It does. It does. You and know, the, the kids, um, you know, we, we have great kids. We have, again, we great educators. And and this is just going to make their educational experience that much better. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm, I still think about the slide in the primary school. Oh my
0: gosh! I, I mean, know, like <laughs>
1: <laughs> you take everything out. I, I just sit there and say, what a, what what a creative mind that put that in there, and those kids and the their the the, the beaming smiles when they mm-hmm. come down that, um, you know, it just melts your heart. Like
0: and, who wouldn't want that?
1: And and it makes you know. Um, every everything that went into those schools, all the blood, sweat, and, and tears that went into those. When you see those kids that are just thrilled to be there, okay. I mean, they've always had a lot of Skyhawk pride. Yeah, um, and that will reinforce that Skyhawk pride.
0: I mean, even for the adults, put a slide in here, we'd have smiles on our faces too.
1: I'd probably get stuck in. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to number. Uh, what is this? Number three? Yes. Number three. All right. So this is the one that you're going to talk about the most, by the way, Uh, we have gas stations and restaurants, uh, primarily Mexican restaurants.
1: Yes. Um, (laughs) You know, I think one of the common, um, I don't know if it's a misconception, but when we talk about recruiting uh, businesses to come in here, generally speaking, um, whether it's, um, whether it's a gas station or whether it's um, a restaurant or a retail store, those, those things are generally decided, you know, they're generally corporate generated and they have marketing and real estate and development departments that pull numbers and decide right. what needs to go where and why it needs to go there. You know, the, the common one that always comes up is a cracker barrel, right? You know, um, still have framed the letter from 2006 or seven.
0: <laughs> I, I can share the link. I have it that, on, on our talks <laughs> about
1: their development department looking, looking at a service area of Springfield, Miller Lane, and Wilmington Pike, and that you know they didn't see a need for another one in that triangle. Right. Same kind of goes with, with some of the other stuff. And so um, if there wasn't a need or if there wasn't a market Um, those, uh, convenience store gas stations wouldn't, wouldn't locate here. And I, I think it's really important for folks to think of it in terms of how the traffic that it brings into the city. Yeah. So, um, they wouldn't put a gas station or a, for instance, a Casey's on 235 Zinia drive. If, if there wasn't number one, a demand, and if there wasn't enough traffic in front of that location to justify putting one in there. right? And so, again, their development departments on a corporate level look at these things and they say, hey, these are one of the last two exits off of I-675 that haven't developed. Right. Um, from 75 to I-70, there's only two. State Route 444 Broad Street and 235 Senior Drive. Yeah. And so um, when I first got here about 10 years ago, there was some discussion about, putting a, a gas station convenience store down on 235 and what the developer came back with was is there's just not traffic counts to justify it. Yeah. So, in 10 years that wow. obviously has changed. Wow. And so hopefully some of those people not only stop there but they stop in Fairborn to do to do other things whether they're here for um, they're here to, to visit the air force base. They're here to visit Wright state mm-hmm. university. They're here to visit one of our festivals. Right. Um, they're here because, uh, September and October are, are Halloween months for us. Mm-hmm. And, and Foyes is, the capital for your Halloween, right. uh, needs, um, that they stop and they, they stay in our hotels and mm-hmm. our motels, um, frequent our restaurants. Um, but those, we aren't actively out there recruiting these businesses. They're right. coming to us. Um, because there's a need and, and that need brings along with it traffic that may benefit some of our other businesses while they're here. So, um, restaurants are the same way, um, where there's a, where there's a need, they will go. And so, um, I know that it seems like, um, between Chipotle and El Toro out on uh, commerce center and, uh Dayton El Springs Road and then La Base that opened up in the former Pizza Hut on Broad Street and if you haven't had a chance to get over there please do. <laughs> it is wonderful. The food's wonderful, the atmosphere's wonderful, the, the staff is wonderful. Um th- the four or five times we've been in there since they opened, they are packed at lunch. Um Fairborn Family Diner across the street is packed at lunch and so yeah. um, you know, please continue uh, the great job of supporting our businesses, but La base is doing really well. Great food. I'd recommend you go there. Um, but as, as restaurants go right now, uh, Mexican is, is hot. Yeah. Um, and, um, so yeah, we've, we've, uh, between Don Patron and, and El Toro sometime in 2023 and Chipotle in 2023 and La base in 2022, we have had a few, but again, the market dictates what goes in there and the market dictates what survives. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, those are, those are doing well. So kind of answers, how do we get all these gas stations? How do we get all these Mexican restaurants? Because there's a market demand for them, right. whether we realize it or not, there's a market demand for them. Again, we don't go out and actively recruit them uh, or incentivize them. Right. Um, right. what, what I can tell you is they have, um, uh, development departments, real estate departments, marketing departments that look at, at multiple factors, um, and, and plot where they should go. And that's how, how we get all these. Well,
0: and I think that's, you know, that's an important thing to hear, uh, is that, you know, they are seeking out us. Correct. And, you know, the important part of that is they are seeing enough potential in the Fairborn location that they want to build here. They want to, to locate their business here. And, and that's, You know, I keep trying to remind folks when we talk about, hey, this gas station is coming or is going to open here. That this isn't, you know, just another gas station. This is. You have to see the long term picture. Is that they they wouldn't invest their their business here if they didn't see the long term success for here. Correct. You know, both Sheets and Casey's see enough potential on that exit that they're both willing to put their business on that corner. Right. I mean, that's, that should tell us something. And, uh, I, I just, I'm, I'm glad you are well, here for that conversation. Cause I think, you know, it's important that, that people understand that they aren't just gas stations.
1: Well, like, I think, you know, on top of that, I don't think a lot of people realize it, but the ownership part of the ownership group that owns El Toro, they live here in Fairborn.
0: Right. Right.
1: And so, you know, in our last conversations, um, this will be the first corporate owned um, restaurant. Most of their other locations are yeah. leased, if not all of their other locations are leased. Are leased. So their, their investment is at their investment in their hometown. Right. And so, Which I
0: think is awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, so the awesome. last time we checked, this will be the first company owned uh, restaurant location when El Toro breaks ground yeah. um, out it's, at... That's uh, really cool. Uh, DYS and Trae-Bine, uh sometime, I think, in 2023. Good
0: for them. All right, number two on the list, which some people probably feel like it should be number one, but number two is that Maple Avenue is finally finished.
1: Yay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I just got an email from a family. Uh, did I send that to you? Yeah. Yeah. A that, family
1: from Illinois that originally started in Illinois.
0: Yes, we just got an email a couple like earlier this week, a couple days ago from a family who was uh, very appreciative of Maple Avenue. So I I sent it over, but um, the, our number two highlight of 2022 is that Maple Avenue was finally finished after three years. I mean, technically I think it was like a, from start to finish from idea inception to Or I don't know.
1: Yeah. We thank everybody for their patience. It's just, it was a long project. But the, but the end result, I think.
0: Yeah. It's a um, beautiful road.
1: Is far greater than what was there before. Yes. And it corrected a lot of issues from the past that weren't necessarily handled the best way when they were. Right. um, uh, Reconstruction was undertaken. So knock on wood, hopefully that that's something that benefits future. Yes. uh, Improvements to that roadway. Many, many years off.
0: Yes. And yes. And it never has to be done within our tenure here. <laughs> yeah. And finally, the number one highlight of 2022 is the opening of.
1: The Dairy Queen.
0: The Dairy Queen.
1: That project. <laughs> I tell you what, we worked on that project. Um, Kathleen Riggs, our city planner. Lee Harris, our city engineer. Uh, worked on that project. It seemed like. Forever, Yes. <laughs> um, you know, we got done with everything we needed to with the zoning and then the Long John Silver's location became available. Yes. And the ownership for the Dairy Queen saw that it would be a uh, it would make traffic flow and, right. the, and their location size uh, for the Dairy Queen Grow and Chill Better mm-hmm. to purchase it and then demolish it. And then right. we went back to planning board and city council for approvals. Because we were combining things, and so, um, you know, it was it. It's a great project. Um, yeah, you know it. It it's changed that intersection so drastically. Primary school opening, and and the demolition of the old yes. Five Points Elementary were game changing in that intersection. Mm-hmm. And then to add that in yeah. um, there, as you come up Maple and see that at the end of the maple, totally Totally different.
0: Yeah, like, you know, I thought when Dunkin' Donuts, like, I thought it changed then, just the look of it. But between, like, Dunkin' and now Dairy Queen, I mean, it just, I don't want to say it pops, because that just feels weird to say, but, like, it looks, it just looks nice. I mean, it's going to look really nice, I think, in the spring. Um, I mean, now it just has the winter drab. But
1: well, I think I think the other thing it does is kind of makes DYS there from from Kaufman to five points like ice cream central because you have Jubies, <laughs> Seriously, yeah. You have Jubies at, at right. Colonel Glenn or at Kaufman yeah. and DYS and and what an awesome product that Jubies has. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hard oh, so some of the best hard mm-hmm. ice cream. Um, you know, and that you and can't and, beat Jubies. Y- no, yeah. I mean. The, the ice cream they produce, um, and you know, Fairborn, uh, uh, Fairborn people, yeah. uh, Fairborn residents, um, who continue, um, who, who who brought that to us, and and continue to, um, you know, I, I look at ice cream kind of in a different way. Um, I look at hard ice cream, and and to me, um, Juby's is. is Outstanding at that, great. They're, they're national award winners for some of their flavors, yeah. and then you have Dairy Queen, who's who's great at soft serve, and so. Um,
0: Jubies has dairy free, so I can eat it.
1: So true. It's a bonus. So so true. So I think Dairy Queen's huge, but I, I you know uh, I I can't say enough too about about um, our other ice cream yeah uh, a business in town, hometown ice cream business Jubies, you know i think we're we're fortunate to have both
0: yep and dairy queen has uh (laughs) i don't know that i've ever seen it not busy it's always there's always cars there Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's it's insane so kudos to them so that's our uh, top 10 highlights of 2022 if you disagree with us feel free to tell me
1: well and i also think we're going to have some huge a huge top 10 list for 2023 Oh. This time next year, um, you know, there's, there's some interesting stuff um, that, you know, if it comes to fruition, I think people will be pleased with, but I, I think the 2023 will be just as exciting as the 2022.
0: Mm, that could be fun. I feel like you're holding back on us. Huh?
1: Ah. It's tough too, but, <laughs> but um, it's, it, you know, if, if we'll, we'll say a prayer, um, cross our fingers, cross our uh, fingers think positive thoughts but um there there's uh, people are interested in fairborn
0: yeah that's all good i yeah. was telling uh i told rob this and um i'll tell you since you're sitting here on the podcast with me so my uh my therapist since people know that i have a therapist she's a wonderful lady she uh she was telling me she went out to lunch one day with one of her friends and she's they were talking about fairborn and she said you know I keep hearing so many good things about what's going on in Fairborn, and she's down in Springboro. So, you know, people in Springboro are hearing about good things happening in Fairborn. So we're doing good stuff, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. So people in Springboro are hearing good stuff about Fairborn. I feel like we're doing all right.
1: Yeah. And again, we're, we're nothing without the people listening to this. We're the the residents, the businesses, the, the taxpayers in this community that, that are allow us to be able to, um, to, to go out and, and try to help make Fairborn even better. Um, you know, I don't think we say it enough. Thank you to them uh, for, for, um, sometimes it's probably a leap of faith on some of the stuff we do, but other times it's, but, but without, without the residents and the businesses, we're, we're nothing.
0: Yep. Yep. We'll keep moving forward and, uh, into 2023 and we'll see what it has in store and go from there. Yeah. Michael, thanks for uh, sitting in on the podcast with me. And
1: Take two was fun.
0: Take two was fun. I think take two is better than take one. I do too. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you all in 2023. And uh, we'll let Rob join us once again.
1: Don't forget his birthday is on the 13th. Don't forget. Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. We will see you all around town.